Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Welcome to the INFJ Whisperer podcast, where I dissect all things INFJ. You are not alone anymore. There are others like you. Hello, everyone. I hope that you're doing amazing wherever you are in the world. My name is Boom Shaka, and I welcome you to my channel. In this one, I actually want to speak to you a little bit about our obsessions and how we can actually use them to our advantage. Last time around, I think I spoke about systems. And I really think that actually systemizing or systematizing our obsessions is actually a really powerful way of getting the best out of an INFJ or an ADHD person with ADHD, whatever it might be, whoever you're kind of like aspiring or coming from, wherever, which play, whichever place you're coming from. Or even if you're just obsessed in general without any kind of label attached to it. If you just have these kind of moments where you get really, really attached to an idea or a project and you just go all in for a few weeks, and then, and then you get bored and then you move on to something else. If you have that kind of personality as well, I think a lot of people do, um, then I think that there's a way you can actually use that obsessiveness to your advantage. Because a lot of times we end up looking at our obsessiveness thinking, uh, yeah, this is a little bit of an annoyance. Um, but how, how brilliant would it be if we could use our obsessions to improve ourselves or to make ourselves better in some way, shape or form? I wanted to give you an example from my sister's life, the way she's used her obsessions to actually improve herself, because I thought it was a really good example. And actually, I looked at her, the way she was doing it, and I thought that it was so brilliant that I wanted to share it with you because I thought it would be helpful for you to hear the story as well. And so my sister's an INTJ, and I believe she has ADHD as well. I don't know what kind exactly, because there's so many different kinds. Uh, and we haven't gotten diagnosed um, by an expert. We've just kind of looked at all the information online and realized, shoot, this is exactly me, right? Um, and so um, she was having a little bit of a hard time gaining back her health. She got a little bit, not lazy about it, but she had a few years where she was a little bit depressed or, or down about some things going on in her life. And so she had a little bit of a hard time gaining her health back. She started gaining a lot of weight and also just in general not feeling good about herself. And then, I mean, and she still is very obsessive like I am. You know, we kind of both have the situation where 
will fall in love with something. It might be like a TV show that we watched or a book that we read. Mostly for me, it's like a manga that I read that I'll just reread a billion times over. For her, it's a lot of TV shows. She has these TV shows that she's watched 17 times over and she knows exactly what happens in them and she can actually even memorize the, the script or the dialogue. Um, and also she gets obsessed with books. I do as well. And then, you know, we have all these other things that we get obsessed with. So she decided what she was going to do is that somehow she transferred her obsession into walking. Now, I don't know if she did it consciously or unconsciously. I don't know if it, her body was like, I need to walk or I need to move. I don't know how the, the beginning of it happened because she realized too late that this is happening already. So, you know, kind of she realized she's obsessed with walking and didn't realize when it started, right? And so all of a sudden, she's telling me, she's like, I literally am obsessed with walking right now. I have to walk all the time, well, not all the time, but a lot. She walks for two, two and a half hours a day, getting thousands and thousands of steps. And she, she goes for a walk, and she just loves it so much. She's having so much fun with it. Her body's loving it. And so she's kind of built an obsession into it that she is unhappy when she's not walking. Now, it's kind of a little bit, she's going a little bit overboard right now, but that's okay because our obsessions always tamper down, tamp down after a while. And so it's good for her to kind of, you know, move because her body hasn't moved in so long that it's good for her to move a lot right now, which is what I tell her. Anyway, so she's moving, she's loving it, her body's loving it, and she's moving a lot because she's obsessed with the idea of walking right now. And so that's a way in which she used her obsessions to in a, in a positive way where she became obsessed with walking, right? And, uh, and I've had moments where I've kind of gotten obsessed with a particular kind of food. So I've been eating the same food over and over again. You know, not a good thing. But then I got obsessed with cooking at some point in time. And I'm still, I love cooking. Um, but at that point, I got obsessed with cooking. So I was trying all these interesting ingredients. And I was buying things from the grocery store and making things out of it. And so that was a great obsession to have because it's a positive Experience and it's also good for me because I was cooking delicious meals for myself, very healthy. Um, and so, as I said, like there's so many different ways you can kind kind of direct. You're basically directing the flow of your obsession towards something you want to be obsessed with, right? A lot of times, our obsessions kind of hit us in the head, and we're like, "Oh, wow, I'm obsessed! I'm obsessed with this random thing!" All of a sudden, without being conscious of the fact that we are obsessed with it. You know, I'll suddenly realize that I'm obsessed with this manga because I've read it 16 times already. I'll suddenly realize that I'm obsessed with this new book I'm reading or this new person that I've met because I'm just literally thinking about them all the time, right? So instead of being unconscious about our obsessions, you know, letting them direct us, letting them flow the way they want to flow without us directing the flow, how about we direct our obsessions towards something? Because our, we're going to be obsessed in any case. Obsession is a part of our personality. We just get obsessed with things for a few days, few months, few weeks, and then we move on, right? It's normal. It's the way we are. Why not use it to our advantage? Why not move it towards something that we want to move it towards? It's like a dam, you know, a dam on a, on a river. There, the river is flowing in any case. It's going to flow. So they put a dam on it, so they could utilize the flow a little bit to create electricity. The river is going to move anyways. Our obsessions are going to move in any case. Why not if we use a dam, you know, a direction to our obsession so we can use it for our good, right? And so if your new thing is, I really want to get fit, 
then you just start using your obsession and directing it towards this new thing that you want to do. So maybe it is your obsession to find out all the different things, all the different exercises you could do and try them out. Or maybe it's your obsession to kind of go and try out a bunch of different Zumba classes at your um, at your local gym or getting a personal trainer and just getting really extremely fit that way. Whatever it is, it doesn't really matter how you do it. It's about directing the flow of your obsession towards what you want to be obsessed with rather than it just randomly going wherever it wants and you having no control over it, right? Now, some of the obsession you're going to be able to direct towards what you want to do, some of it you won't. Like, some of it will be random and you'll still get obsessed with random things and think, how did this happen? But some of it can definitely be directed towards something that you want. And I've been able to do this for the last year and a half or so, maybe even longer. And it's really powerful because now I'm getting obsessed with things I actually want to direct my attention to, right? And um, at first, maybe it'll feel a little bit odd because you're not used to doing this. Uh, but experiment with it. Really try it. I know it sounds a little bit odd because, you know, it, you're, you've lived with random obsessions that come out of nowhere for so long that you're like, can I really control this? But I really feel that you can. And over time, you'll get better at it, right? And so now I'm very good at controlling, controlling my obsessions and kind of moving it in a direction that I want to go towards, right? Now, I'm not saying I'm always good at it. I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it. Um, sometimes I do get obsessed with something and I'm like, what am I doing? I'm wasting so much time on this particular item when I should not be wasting my time on it, right? Thankfully, a lot of my obsessions are towards like health or nutrition um, or reading. So it's like a positive <laughs> obsessions kind of. Uh, but I do have sometimes, I, I used to get obsessed with really terrible things in the past. Um, and so particularly people that were not good for me. And so I really have to be careful with that. Nowadays, I don't have that as much, but I still want to be careful and wary of that, right? And so it's not going to be perfect, but I really do, I really hope that you will be able to use this for your advantage, to your advantage. Um, and if you're already doing this in your life, maybe you are, maybe you've already kind of discovered this secret, um, and so you're already doing it, I'd love to hear about it. You know, I'd love to hear, like, how do you drive your obsessions? How do you do it so that they're positive rather than negative? Because that's how I did when I first realized that mm, my finances are not going that well. I need to do something about it. I started becoming obsessed. I started directing my obsession towards reading a 100 finance books and, you know, reading about it, constantly learning about it, constantly doing something about it so much so that I was spending hours and hours a day reading and learning about it and I learned so much about finances and how to improve them and so now I'm in a much much better position because of it because of that obsession that I directed I consciously consciously directed it right um so I hope this makes sense (laughs) I hope I was I wasn't like just blabbering on and you're like what is she talking about Um, So yeah, share any examples that you have of yourself doing this. And if you want more clarification, let me know as well. If you tried it and loved it and it worked great, please let me know as well. I'd love to know. And again, thank you so much for listening, for commenting, for subscribing. I really appreciate all of your support. Bye for now. Thanks for listening. If you want to put a face to the voice, you can check out my YouTube channel, Boom Shaka. Bye for now. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.